There's a circle turning. As you guys know, there's people who speak about the Koylo Bechol Avavcho, there are people who speak about the Koylo Bechol Nafshecho, and there's people who Bechol Moedecho. I'm not going to toot my own horn, but over here on all three levels, Bechol Avavcho, Bechol Nafshecho, Bechol Moedecho, been involved with this Koylo from the day it started, the mental and the physical, and a caring and a loving level, and making sure that you guys have what you need in the best way possible. I'm here to talk about life insurance because this is my life. This has been my business for the past 15 years. It's been my shlichas. You know, they say if you get on a plane and you want quiet, you don't want the guy sitting next to you bothering you, and he asks you, what's your name? And you say, Dudi Farkash. And then he asks you, what do you do? And you say, you do life insurance. You're guaranteed to have quiet the entire flight. He will not talk to you another word. Because nobody loves to talk about life insurance. The Abish, they created the world in a way that nobody thinks about 120. Because initially, when the other Mauritian was created, until Chet Etzadas, the initial idea was that we're going to live forever. And it stayed like this in the system of a human being. That's why people, when they got to the most difficult situation in their life, during the wars, or soldiers, or Chazma Shalom, and somebody sick, they don't think about the death. And this is one of the reasons why it's called life insurance. When you get life insurance, it makes your life much easier. It gives you a better quality of life. Now... I always like when people, there are certain conversations on many, many of the Chabad discussion groups about the Rebbe's opinion about life insurance. I don't know anything about Afabrengen, the Rebbe Afabrengen, Yud Beis Tamus, Tavshin Yud Beis. It is printed and recorded. The Rebbe spoke about in America is the only country where there are people walk around and sell life. Doin America for Kefman Leben. That's what the Rebbe used. The Rebbe talk about the qualities, what type of person you need to be in order to talk to someone about what's going to happen to him after 120. And the Rebbe spoke about You can refer, go in there to references. Not against, not for, but what life insurance is all about. I'm not here to sell you life insurance today. Be honest with you, I'll be more than happy if anybody reaches out and he wants to buy life insurance, I'll direct him and help him. But I'm here to talk about the important thing. And the message from here is not just for you, it's for everybody you know around you. In general, my slogan for those who come to my office, it's if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Many, many times I was also in Yaman, I also had crazy dreams you know, I met people who say, you know, I'm not going to work in a grocery store. I'm going to make millions. I'm not going to become a, uh, I'm, going to, <laughs> I'm not going to do the small, I'm going to make investments. I'm going to buy apples. I'm going to buy crypto. I'm an expert. Yeah, the reina, Baruch Hashem, becomes a mumchel in finances, and everybody thinks that he's going to make it. 
But the way in life it is, Bori Veshem or Bori Adaf. So you guys are a lucky group that you wake up in the morning and you know where you're going and you know where you're coming. And you know what you're learning and you know where you're heading. And in Mitzvah Hashem, I got married in Kiyat Malachi. I ended up in South Africa two years later in New York. Now I'm in Monsi. The Abish Tafir Develt. But in your life, if you don't plan, then you plan to fail. There are certain things that you can get and you don't have to wait for the last moment. One of those things are life insurance. Usually when someone calls me on the phone, he says to me, Dudi, I need life insurance. I say, what was the diagnosis? Because nobody calls a life insurance agent to ask him for life insurance. Unless he went out of the doctor's office or unless, God forbid, something happened that he reminded himself that he needs to buy life insurance. Or if he's a very wealthy guy, he went out from his estate lawyer and his estate lawyer told him that he's going to get a tax bill after 120 of $100 million. And then he thinks to himself, how am I going to pay the tax bill? But I'm, here, I'm not here to talk about estate planning. I'm here to talk about that when you're young and you're healthy, don't wait for the time when you're going to call someone or someone going to call you, you choose who to call, you make that call, and say, listen, I just got married, by the way, in other communities, especially in the uh, uh, modern Orthodox communities, it's a mandatory, before you walk down the aisle, to make sure they have other mandatories that I don't want to talk about, but one of the mandatories is to buy life insurance. And the reason they do it because Baruch Hashem, now you're young, it costs very, very cheap. For a few dollars, a guy your age can buy a million dollars of insurance. For $40 a month, $50, talking about the best product. If you want to buy something cheap, even $25, I'm not going to go into numbers. But the reason you qualify for so cheap is because you're healthy and you're young. And you can lock yourself in for 20, 30 years. The second, you need to make that call to the say, I need insurance. And either you work on some sort of medication, or the doctor says, listen, your sugar levels are borderline, or your cholesterol is high, or you're drinking too much mashke Shabbos, then Houston, we got a problem, then insurance goes double, triple, quadruple, and five times as much. So the number one key of buying insurance is buying it when you don't need it. Buying it when you're young and healthy. Now, there's another very important aspect in the United States of America, which is Malchus Shul Chesed, which I'm giving you a little bit of an understanding. I know that last year there were discussions over here about investments. I always say, you want to talk about investments, if you guys are capable and you have money to invest, then God bless you. Most people, the average individual, especially coiling a light, do not have money to invest. If you have money, it needs to be in a safe place. Don't invest it. Don't risk even a cent of your money unless you have extra money to risk. Don't become a savvy investor. Don't become a stockbroker. Don't become an analyst because you don't know nothing. There's no difference from the money that you say that I put away in bitcoins 
or any type of money put away in any markets, besides the point that money that is yours, that is after tax money, you don't want it to get taxable, you don't want it to get lost, you don't want the market to drop. You know, many people I see that I meet who are in the 60s, they always say I should have kept my money in a safe place. I invested my stocks, my things, like this. I said, how much? I started off, I, then the market dropped in 87, then it went up in 77, then it dropped in 88. I was by the time they, if they got out with the care and they're lucky people. So I always say that in this country in America, if a young guy comes to my office and he asks me, listen, dude, I have $100 that I want to put away every single month. Where is the best place for me that I can put my money in a safe place? So the first thing I say, you put it under your mattress. But it's not so safe because you're going to have access to it. And sooner or later your fingers are going to tickle. And you're going to want to use the money. But there's a very, very good place you can go. You can go to the bank. You go to the bank, you open up a savings account. And you put the money in the savings account. If you do that, then you're better than many, many people that I know. If you manage to put away every month money in a savings account, you're doing phenomenal. There's only one problem in savings accounts in this country, that you have to lock up your money for a period of time if you want to get a certain return on your money. The money in a savings account, you don't get nothing almost for your money, but at least you know it's in the bank. And every time you need to go to that savings account and take out a dollar, you know you're going to have to report to someone, either to your wife, either to the bank, either to make a, a transaction. And it's going to look, when you wake up in the morning and you're going to look at your app, and you're going to see it's missing a couple of thousand dollars, you're going to want to answer to yourself, what happened to my savings account? It's a very good thing to save money. So I always, when people ask me, is life insurance an investment? No, life insurance is not an investment. There are products in life insurance. There is the best saving vehicle. For example, I'm going to give you a quick understanding about what is called whole life, which people always talk about and they want to know why, what, when. I'm going to give it to you in one minute understanding. If someone comes to me and he says, what can I get for $100 a month that I'm going to put away? In the bank, you'll get $100 a month. At the end of the year, you got $1,200. The money that you put in the bank is going to be reported because you put money in the bank. Like every dollar you put into a federal bank goes gets reported to the government. You made a cent on your money, the cent is reported. Taxable, non-taxable, everything gets reported, which is a very good thing. Take the same $100, go to your life insurance agent, and open up a policy with a guaranteed savings, for every dollar you made $1,000 of insurance. That's number one. Right away. Right away. Right away. All the, listen, listen to me one second, then we're going to do a Q&A, okay? Listen so you understand. I understand what you're going to ask. Let me finish what I'm saying. For every dollar you put away in a savings account in life insurance, you get $1,000 of insurance. So first of all, you did already good with your $100. Why? Because $100 will give you $100,000. Think about it. You put $100 a month. God forbid something happened to you tomorrow morning. What was the goal of you saving money? Because you wanted to marry off your children. You wanted to send your kids to yeshiva. You wanted to be able to buy a house. So after all, it's insurance. 
So let's focus a second on insurance. It's not investment. What is the best return on your dollar? You go to a life insurance agent, you give him a dollar, you get $1,000 of insurance. This insurance is for the rest of your life. So first of all, you got yourself $100,000 of life insurance. So God forbid the next morning something happened to Mr. So-and-so, the family gets a check for $100,000. Which bank will give you such a thing for depositing $100? Let me know if you know a bank anywhere in the world that you walk in and say, listen, I'm going to make a deal with you, Mr. Banker. Every month I'm depositing $100 through the ATM machine. If something happens to me, you give my wife $100,000. How, how far is $100,000? What are you saying? $100,000 isn't going to take the wife of a killer you I'm not, But I'm not talking about insurance now. I'm talking about getting the most for your dollar. Okay, but to get an amount that's going to actually pay the tuition, hopefully you're going to have to pay way more than $100,000. So put, so, but can you afford to put away $500 a month? No, maybe eternally. Oh, so that's, again, so we're not talking about life insurance now. You getting into a conversation about life insurance. Term life for you would be the best thing. I'm talking about savings. I didn't get yet to life and whole life. So please hang in there, and I told you there will be a Q&A, and you will understand exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about simple savings. Forget about life insurance. Take out, here he's talking about, imagine I'm a guy from J.P. Morgan, I'm wearing a red tie, brown shoes, very fancy, clean shaven, talking about savings. My name is the John Smith. Would you like to save $100 every month with us? We're going to give you $1,000 for every dollar you save with us. Are you happy for that? Thank you. Another thing, if God forbid you cannot put away the money every single month in the bank, let's say you go to your banker, which is me, John Smith, and you tell me I'm going to give you $100 every month. But what happens in three months from now, I got sick. And I stopped working because I got sick. Who will put for me the $100 every month? The bank will tell you, what do you mean? What am I, a medical assistance company? What am I, disability insurance? You can't put in the money. It's your problem. And there's no money. In the insurance in America, if you cannot put in $100 because you got sick, they will put in the $100 for you. Every Life, all life insurance plan that you take upon yourself an amount of savings, if God forbid you get disabled, they will continue putting in that money every single month for you. And it's not every single month, they do it annually because I have clients who are disabled. And Loyaleno, I have clients who died. They, the minute you bring a letter from a doctor that you cannot work, or you cannot be a rabbi, or you cannot write, or whatever the disability is, they will put money for you into the policy. So in the beginning of the year, they put in $1,200 every single year. This is more money. I have clients that put in $250,000 in the beginning of the year. Because every insurance plan that you buy in this country comes with a waiver. It's called a waiver of disability. But again, I'm not here to talk about products, and I'm not here to talk about insurance. I'm just here to talk about because you become the sophisticated genius of investor that you think you are, the first thing you do is protect yourself. Now, after you protected yourself, and again, most people need to buy life insurance. 
Depends how many kids you're going to have. You don't know yet. How many kids do you have now? What do you want in a year from now? What is, when I came to America, my policy was $150,000. That was 25 years ago, and I felt like a king. I was an Israeli boy with $150,000 all life insurance policy by New York Life. Today, you don't want to know how much insurance I have. But the point is, once you get yourself a policy, you lock yourself in for 20 years, as you said, a term policy, or 30 years, or 10 years, whatever you can afford, but get insured. The point that I want to get to, besides the bonus that I made you understand what happens when you save money in a life insurance policy, besides the point that you have the money safe in the safest place in this country, the safest place in the country. This is a fact. You can research it and Google it. And I'm on camera. I cannot make a statement, especially everything that I say has to be kosher by the financial institutions. And insurance is the most... It's not like, you know, a guy tells you a story. You know, you're going to make by me 20% and it sits by the computer if you invest here and then I'm going to split the investment and then I'm going to buy you and the market went up and it gives you a calculation... And then six months down the line, you lost your money. He says, I didn't see it coming. Because of corona, there was a major, major downfall of the inflation and things went up and the market was closed. And my grandmother and airlines closed down. TWA is out of business. Stories from here to China. I'm talking about now safety. I'm talking about guarantees. There's no safer place. But besides that, I'm not asking you to put away money now. I'm asking you to get insured. If you get yourself a good policy, and this is one more subject you need to know, in life insurance, there's 150 life insurance companies in America. And it's very easy. And every guy can sell you life insurance. A lot of guys, they come, they are life insurance people. They, I'm telling you, I'm the number one life insurance. I'm the actor. And I sell you life They call, you know, when I went to school for life insurance in Kaplan in the city, the teacher went around and he asked everyone, what's the reason that you are in this, joining this industry? So when it came to my turn, I said, I live in a religious neighborhood and I'm sick and tired that every night my phone rings five times from five different people. They want to sell me life insurance. Now that I sell it, I can sell it to myself. The fact of the matter is there's a lot of life insurance agencies. There's a lot of life insurance companies. There's a lot of agencies. And the secret of success is that you buy yourself a policy, even if it's the cheapest policy, that you make sure that that policy has the riders that is going to help you in the future. Maybe now you can save. But in 10 years from now, when you run this synagogue or this congregation, and there are people who want to give you a plan, a retire- I have sluchim, I have rabbis who have retirement plans in their life insurance. Meaning to say that when they turn 60 or 65, they will be able to take out tens of thousands of dollars a month from their life insurance as a retirement payment, and they will still have life insurance, a few million dollars of life insurance. And again, I don't want to go into products now. I just want you to understand of the importance. Take $25. Take a dollar a day. You know, we walk out of our houses in the morning between... Bagel shop, 770, it's docker, coffee. By the time we get to Koilo, we're down $20.
maybe $5. I say take $1 a day and buy yourself a 20-year term policy for a million dollars. Take $2 a day and get you and your wife covered. This is one of the important things that you need to know. Stop saying, I'm going to do it tomorrow. And I'm not here, I can stand here now for the next hour and tell you stories of just the last six months in my office of life insurance benefits that were given or disability benefits that were distributed or phone calls that I got from people who cannot get life insurance. It's very sad. However, you don't want to be, and I'm not here to scare you, but you don't want to be the next charity campaign or the next matchathon. Today we only do matchathon, you know that. Raise-a-thon, I mean, raise-a-thon. I'm actually doing a campaign with raise-a-thon in the next week for my daughter, my sister Ricky. She was a special needs child, and I have an organization in Israel that I'm very dedicated, and she dedicated her life to. So Raise-a-thon is doing a campaign, and I want to see each one of you at least a dollar, if not a hundred. <laughs> now, what? Yeah, yeah, don't worry, we'll figure it out. We'll take it from the life insurance. <laughs> What I want to say is, there's another major component that people always think about. Who am I to use as a life insurance agent? Who should I call? I heard what I did the fire to say. I'm very inspired. I understand that now I'm healthy. I'm starting off my life. I want to take $25 and at least get myself insured. I want to get $50 and at least get myself insured. Who am I calling? Remember one thing. The same way you wouldn't go to a dentist because somebody else told you that he's the best dentist in town, meaning to say you don't know who the dentist is, but a friend of a friend recommended you. Or you would go to a dentist that you know for a fact that you do your due diligence, that he knows what he's doing, then you go to him. But saying I have a cousin, and I have a family member, I have a sure guy, or whatever this, you know how many cases a year I help people who bought insurance, especially amongst members of our community, who bought insurance by somebody that they owe them a favor. I don't know what he sold me. I don't know. I know this guy is my bust. And I know this guy is helping me out. And I know this guy is my grandmother's neighbor. And he drove me crazy. But what did you get? So before you buy life insurance, remember that you reach out to a guy that you can always talk to. And the guy knows what he's doing. It is a very, very important matter that you choose yourself the right agent. And I want to note Seifan Betchilosan, Tchilosan Betchilosan. It is very, very important that you understand. When you walk into my office in Brooklyn, and you guys are all welcome to my office, but when you walk into my office in Brooklyn, there's a pasik as soon as you come up the steps, engraved on the wall, in Pirke office. The Pasik became part of my life in the past 15 years because after three months in the business, there was a Chiddush individual that I went to meet in his office. My partner actually sat with him. And he was given paperwork to sign to buy a life insurance policy. 
And he says, I'm going on vacation. When I come back, I will sign the papers. Three months I'm in the business. The guy went on vacation, drove back from Montreal, stopped on the side of the road, got a heart attack and died. Would have you signed the papers before you went on vacation, you would have had life insurance. Life insurance, if you sign the papers and you submit it with a check to the agent who comes to your house, you're insured that moment. God forbid something happened in between, the family's going to get a payout. From that moment on, I've took the POSIC. Don't procrastinate. Don't say tomorrow, the day after tomorrow. Don't say, I feel like something is catching in my foot. And then you'll find out that somehow either you have gout or you have something else or you have uh, celiac or you have whatever it's called, things that they end up costing you. You feel healthy, you're a young man, call up your agent, call up somebody you know, say hello. Buy, make, it takes five minutes. It takes five minutes. Doesn't have to get sophisticated. You bring a guy to your house, sit down by the computer, hacking and knocking. You're busy learning. You know, most of my big clients who are big clients, I have big clients, yeah? You know what they say? They say, listen, I'm good in doing real estate. I'm good in doing Amazon. I'm good in selling computers. You're good in doing life insurance. You do the best for me and have a nice day. Because there's a level of trust. If you have that, you'll be in a much better place than starting to become a chochem and try to understand it. Second, you're ready, you want to do, you want to buy big policies, you want to finance it, you want to send a policy on a building, on a partner, then get the sophisticated life insurance agent. I'm going to finish what I have to say, and I'm going to conclude by saying, first of all, a maizuaika, and as part of a maizuaika, Right over here, across from me, sits my son-in-law. You see he's holding a phone in his hand, Gavri. That he is a very, very talented young agent. And if you guys really want to do something and you want to get yourself life insurance or you have questions, go over to him. Give him your information or take his information. And he's going to give you everything you need to know and everything you need to understand. And I'm telling you another thing. Getting information, getting applications... Starting of the process will work in your benefit. doesn't obligate you. You only get obligated when you make payments. But starting the process of getting life insurance will only benefit you and your families. And one more thing, make sure you buy insurance on your wife. Because God forbid something happens to the wife. You become the mother, the babysitter, the guy who washes the laundry. And if you're a rabbi or you have a business or you, anything you do, we have it experience with first-hand clients. That they were very, very busy lawyers and doctors and dentists and businessmen. And all of a sudden, 75% of production went down because when the children were home, they were the ones who had to take them to the doctors. And they were the ones who put them on the bus in the morning. And a kid needs a father or a kid needs a mother. So it's always good to buy a policy on your spouse. Did I make myself clear? Anybody has questions? Yes. So you're saying at this point for just a basic policy, it really doesn't matter who you use. Basic policy, but get a good insurance company. Very important. What's good? This is something that I'm not allowed to say on camera, but I'm going to say it anyway. There are mutual companies and there's non-mutual companies. Mutual companies, you're going to get 
the best riders. Riders are, you're going to get long-term care if, God forbid, something happens and somebody needs to wipe you, change your shirts and your clothes. You're going to get disability if you can't make payment. And the best part is you're going to be able to change the policy to a long-lasting policy. Most insurance companies, you buy a 20-year term policy, after 20 years, the policy is dead. You want to keep it, you have to pay $150,000. If you're not insurable, you will not be able to buy this policy. And a normal mutual company, there's a rider, it's called conversion rider. You buy a conversion rider, you can always convert the policy to a policy that's going to go to 120. So you want to make sure when you buy a policy, you buy it with a company that has the best conversion, the best disability, and the best long-term care built in in the policy. Any other question? Savings, yes? Every single month, yeah. You take the money. If you don't want to pay anymore, you take your money back. Yes. The insurance for sure not. You have to die to get the insurance back. But we can talk about it. Guys, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I see this Marif coming over here. Either Gavri is going to call you, you can give Gavri your number, and I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Good.